Well, hello, everyone, and thank you for joining in on another episode of In Conversation with Dr. Gary. Um, I welcome all of the listeners today. Uh, today actually marks a monumental day. It's June 19th, 2021, which is Juneteenth, which is the Black American, supposedly the Black American uh, Independence Day, which was received in 1865. And so although it has now been um, blessed as a uh, federal holiday, uh, we know that there's so much more that goes into this independence than just um, being a federal holiday. But that's another story. But we do thank God for it. We can see that the world is evolving. We thank God for the global support and perspective that goes into this very, very special day. And so with that, um, I wanted to talk about since we have a new thing going on with the new holiday, I wanted to talk about something new in our lives. Amen. Because uh, we look to have something new every day. You know, when I go to church on Sunday, the name of my church is New Beginnings. And uh, it's just a gentle reminder uh, for me to know that every day, not just Sunday, is, is a new day for God to do great things for us and through us and to us. Amen. And so we should not allow the past, especially the past failures, to hinder us, to set us back. and But it's also helpful for us to not glorify in the things that we did yesterday. Why? Because it's done. It's it's gone. And God wants to keep us fresh. He wants to allow our anointing to be new uh, every day and to fall upon us uh, every day, that fresh anointing. Wow, I, I just love it, you know, to be able to know that I can be better uh, today and, and tomorrow if I'll just do right by today man that's exciting stuff to me so uh, I just wanted to encourage your heart today because it's been on mine as usual you know I get in my word and then I just I just got to share it with you <laughs> so uh, let's talk about uh, something new in your life you know you 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 can't just continue to just go through this life just thinking that you know there's nothing more to you uh, you've reached your purpose uh, and that you've reached your limit you know, you're thinking to yourself, you know, uh, you know, I'll never get well or, you know, I won't be able to afford the great things, you know, the nice things that I want, you know, or for my family, new house, new car and all these things. But, you know, it's thinking like that, that is going to stop and prohibit God's to be able to provide his best for you. So what we have to do is quit declaring defeat over our lives. Quit whining about the things that we don't have and appreciate where God has us right now. See, we can't do right for anything for tomorrow. We can't do right with what we have today. So what God has destined you for, trust me, it's going to come to pass. <laughs> if he allows you to see it, then you can be it. Amen. So it, it may not happen all at once. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I can testify to that. But that's that's just a test of your faith. And so the, the enemy, Satan, he, he wouldn't be fighting you so hard if he didn't know something amazing wasn't in front of you. He know, but he's got to do his job to try to keep you from reaching it. And so what you've got to do, you've got to bunker down. You've got to dig your heels in and say, God is about to do something new in my life. Great for my life and not only for my life, but it's going to be allow others to benefit from my life. Amen. His plans for me are for good and any moment 
any moment, things can change in my favor. Amen. So you got to believe that. If you're going to decree and declare that right now, you got to believe it. Amen. That means it's already on the way. Amen. It's already on the way. As soon as you start talking, I am, whatever you say after that begins to manifest itself. Amen. Speak that thing. So when you live with that kind of expectancy in your heart, that's going to allow God to do great things. Amen. Great things. You know, I tell people before, don't worry about doing your best. Do better than your best. That means trust God with everything that you have. You don't know what new things could happen to you today. Amen. So there's something new from God that's already begun. Tell me, can you see it? Look in the mirror. What do you see? I'll be getting up every morning and thanking him that he's about to do a new thing. Shoot, look at that fresh face in the face in, in, in the mirror. You, you're not determined about what your situations are, what your problems are. He said, let that go. I don't care what happened. Matter of fact, Isaiah 43, verses 18 through 20, tells us, forget the former things. Don't, don't dwell on the path. He says, see, I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a new thing. And you know that, wow, because it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Can you not see it? Don't you believe it? He said, I'm making a way in the desert and the streams in the wasteland. Even the wild animals honor me. The jackals and the owls. Why? Because I provide water in the wilderness and streams and the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen. Mm, wow. Amen. So God is telling us that he is going to do a new thing. Not might, but he's going to do a new thing. He's going to allow you to experience a new beginning. That means he's going to even lift it. He, he's going to make a way in the desert and stream, even in the wasteland. This is the same promise today that it was back then. He's going to change your desert into great avenues of escape, great highway. And how is the new beginning possible? We'll go back and look at first eight things. He said, first, forget the former things and don't dwell on the past. Amen. In fact, I look at a different translation, even in the message where it says, forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old histories. In other words, stop looking back. Stop, start looking, stop looking behind and start looking what's ahead. Start looking forward. Forward thinking is important. Amen. It's, it's, it's time to get out the tracks of where others have walked and start trailblazing into the newness of life. Because if you want a new beginning, you're going to have to stop looking back. I ain't never seen nobody drive their car um, forward looking backwards. I just don't see how that works. You got rear view mirrors. I tell you what, snatch them off your life. Stop looking in the rearview mirror of your life, worried about Satan, if he going to catch up with you. Because I'm going to let you know right now, he's chasing you. And while he's chasing you, you ought to be chasing God. Amen. So don't worry about him. Matter of fact, we run faster than him anyway. Amen. So if you keep um, keep looking back, you're never going to be able to see what, where you're going. Matter of fact, so I, I'm telling you today, in order for that to change, in order for you to change your focus and what you're looking like, you're just going to have to forget the former things. Amen. So let me give you these two things and tell you what must be done uh, to change your focus. And one, forget the past. Forget the past thing that you've done. Forget the old glories. Forget all of that. Uh, and, and most importantly, forget the victories. Forget the things that you want already. Oh, no, that's good. It's, it's wonderful if you were able to do them, but they're done. Amen. Matter of fact, and I'll give you a reminder, when, we, when the children of Israel, they had a whole lot of victories. Amen. 
that they gloried in all of those special times that they did in the past when they defeated um, of, of the Egyptians, when they were able to leave Egypt and be and, and be delivered from that level of bondage, when they when they had victories on the way to Canaan, and then they conquered Canaan, uh, and then they fought all these battles on the way, you know, to where their destiny was and, and against the enemies, and they had a lot of them. Trust me, <laughs> just like we some of us today. Uh, but they had, they had a lot of victories. They, they were able to glory and talk about a lot of the victories. But the problem was, they kept dwelling on the past. You know, past can't do nothing for you in, for right now. But, but now, um, they find themselves in captivity. How many of you experienced that? You know, what you've done in the past still just can't seem to get you out of the bondage that you're experiencing right now. Not just in your body, but I'm talking about in your mind. Your thinking. Amen. So these previous victories that we're, we're doing, nothing to set us free now. That's right. So what we need as, as children of God, we need new victories. We need fresh beginnings, fresh start. We need a new miracle. Right. So that means I'm telling you today that you can't continue to depend on those past victories, on that old glory just to come out of your present condition. You can't do it. So some of us are still relying on the past. Some of us are still relying on those things that we did back then, but God is trying to do something new. So I'm telling you today, don't start relying on your past. Your future is not based on what God has done in your life. Your future is based on what God is going to do in your life. Amen. Let's look at Haggai 2 and 9. Uh, where it says that the glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house, says the Lord Almighty. Amen. So in other words, it says forget your past glories. Forget past failures. Amen. Don't allow your past glories and failures to defeat you. Amen. And so it, it, it reminds us again on, on what uh, the children of Israel uh, had experienced. They had a whole lot of failures and, and, and they did some horrible things uh, in the presence of God. God gave them all this beautiful land and they wanted a king. They, they, but the kings misled them. He abided by them. He gave them what they wanted. And then they get all these kings that misled them, the people, time after time after time again. If you go in the Old Testament, you'll see, you'll wonder, is there any king that's going to get it right? besides David and Solomon, anybody. <laughs> but there were a few in there, but I mean, of just a few, a handheld that could seem like they could get it right. But but God gave them also a temple. But what did they do when they got the temple? They started worshiping idols. <laughs> they started worshiping idols. God gave them wealth. And so they took the money and they started misusing the money, misappropriating money. I mean, how many times have you seen that today? It's the same thing. Amen. And then finally, when God gave them Jesus, oh my goodness, what did they do? It's like some of us are doing today. They rejected him. Amen. So children of Israel, they, they, deserve, they didn't deserve nothing good from God. The only new beginning they was about to get was one that they were definitely going to be asking for. So, but they found them that they always sinned and they was failing God. But God was gracious. That's our God. And he still loved them and he wanted them to change. He wanted them to have a better future. Amen. And so, but what he wanted us to do is to remember, like he told us in Isaiah 43 and 18, forget the former things. Do not dwell in the past. God wasn't condemning them for their past. And so, but they could do nothing to change themselves. They needed to come and repent and come back to God. God wanted them to repent and repent and repent and was holding out 
the hand of hope. He was letting them know, people of God, don't worry about your past failures and sin. God is able to forgive you. And so he's lending you a hand of hope. Amen. So God is telling us to forget your past. He says, I'm giving you a new opportunity to start over again. So in other words, if you failed in the past, don't worry. If you committed terrible sins in the past, don't worry. If your prayer seems to be going unanswered, don't worry. All he wants you to do is repent and come to him because he's going to do a new thing in your life. Amen. So, um, you know, I was reading Isaiah 1 and 18 um, today and it told me that it told us, come now. Let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your skin, your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. And though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. Wow. So Jesus right here is removing your deepest stain. I don't know if you are familiar with the color of scarlet and crimson, but that's a deep, deep, dark blood red. And if it gets on anything that is considered close to the color of white, that's pretty much a destroyed fabric. And you would think that that's just going to have to be thrown away. But man, it says that he can remove your deepest stain, your deepest stain. He said, come, let us reason together. So all of these things seem to scar you. So all of these things, since though your sins are like scarlet, that it shall be white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. Wow, man, he'll take all of that, all of that from you and make you white as snow as if there's been no sin. He's taken it all for us. Amen. Isaiah 55 and 7 tells us, let the wicked forsake his way and, and the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God, for he will freely pardon. Wow. So the pathway we know the blessing is going to lie in us seeking God and forsaking sin. Well, then we'll see then that the Lord here is full of mercy and he's full of forgiveness. Amen. He, he told um, to Abram in, in Genesis uh, 13, 14, and 15, where he said that the, the Lord said to Abram after a lot had parted uh, from him, lift up your eyes from where you are and look north and south, east and west. All the land that you see, I'm going to give to you and your offsprings forever. Man. So Abraham, <laughs> The desert you are left with is not your future. He said, look up, lift up your eyes, look at the future. Amen. There, this is where he's leading us. He said, the future is where he's leading us. So today, um, you might be in a dry land. You, you might feel that there's no hope um, in your situations. You might feel surrounded by uh, circumstances and disappointments and setbacks and failures. But God here is telling us, he's telling you specifically to look up to the future, lift your head for God is preparing a new beginning for your life. Amen. He's preparing a new beginning for our lives. Amen. That means things are going to change if you'll just trust 
the process. Amen. God is promising every one of us a new beginning. Amen. So God is, is telling us to stop looking at the past and, and try to understand our present, yet look up to the future. Amen. And then we'll be able to see the new beginning of our lives with the eyes of faith. So just look over in faith and you'll find it. So a question I ask you today is, will you stand up with me to pray this moral, this, this, this thing uh, so that the promises of God uh, will be fulfilled uh, in our lives today. Amen. Father in heaven, we thank you for um, this time of sharing, Lord. We, we thank you for loving us uh, enough to allow us to experience something new in our lives every day. Um, even the trials that we go through, you said that, we, that they will come to allow us to be better. Amen. Uh, and that they are sure in our lives, but they are just a simple tool, Lord, to correct that which we cannot correct ourselves, Lord, um, in any type of way or fashion. And so you said all things are working together uh, for our good in Romans 8 and 28. Um, and so those who love you will experience uh, that, Lord, that we know that your will is perfect and we're grateful for you, Lord, for all that you've done in our lives, Lord, for, for anyone that is listening right now, whatever their disappointments may be, Lord, whatever setbacks they may have experienced, Lord, uh, even the things that they've accomplished in their lives, degrees, Father God, and, and all types of things that they celebrated, Lord, that doesn't seem to even be yet enough to, to intensify uh, or to strengthen their relationship with you, Father God, show them a new way. Show them a better way, Lord, not just to obtain the final thing, but to be able to sustain, Lord, through your word, to be able to trust you in your word, Lord, to be able to move by faith that you'll do just what you said you'll do, Father God, for us, to us, and through us, Lord. Lord, we love you, and we're grateful for new beginnings this day and every day for the rest of our lives until you call us to that great place. And pray this in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, and amen.